fitness, nutrition, mindset, positivity, optimism, happiness, longevity, influence, friends, quality, dedication. Welcome to the Fit One Podcast, the number one radio for your fitness, health and mindset. Use consistency and win today. Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Fund podcast, the number one radio for your fitness, health, and mindset. Um, I'm here with uh, Tami, and he's a clinical psychologist, if I pronounce correctly, I say correctly. He has written countless books, and, um, and one of the things that I'm really excited to have him here for is really talk to you about how to be a mental savage, his latest book. And obviously, we are starting the new year. And as you guys know, we want to give you the crisps, the how-tos, so that you can really implement something right now. So please help me welcome Temi. Hello, Temi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Very well. I'm excited having you on. I, uh, we have just had a discussion about health and life and what is Temi doing. So Temi, can you tell a little bit who you are, what you do? Hi. So everyone, my name is Temi. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor and a certified drug and alcohol counselor. I'm also the author of How to be a mental health savage we just got released uh november 2020 that's the book that has gotten me so excited so far because i realized how much the feedback from it has been great and how much it has helped my clients as well as other people like it's been really really amazing um i've written several books too uh mostly fiction and i just try to integrate mental health into those books and try to give people different perspectives of stories tr- some truth some you know m- made into fiction and just so people can see mental health like a human need and um mm-hmm. yeah so i'm pretty excited to be on this on this podcast thank you thank you Timmy. and i think for you guys out there Timmy is an exciting person because i think you have an interesting story especially you mentioned you know you work with people with maybe a drug abuse or some type of you know problems depression and you know, as we starting the year and, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're obviously on the other side of the world, uh, but can you a little bit elaborate on, you know, what you see happening now and how do you think people can prepare as a mental savage for 2021? How do you make the step from, you know, understanding yourself and maybe just simple concepts to really embracing and, you know, smashing 2021 in Temi's world? I see 2021 as the bounce back because 2020 was the fall, you know, and when the ball dropped, it's bound to bounce back up again. And so this is the year where a lot of people are going to, you know, get back into the work, um, work life, you know, once the vaccine is out, a whole lot of changes are going to happen again, because we had to adjust to changes in 2020. So now that we're going to be going back, hopefully life keeps moving forward. There's a whole lot of things that we need to do to readjust ourselves again. You know what I mean, Mateo? Right. To know who you are, you need to understand why you are. So one of the very first things I recommend from people is you either respect and find out why you do the things you do, figure out what your traumas are, figure out what makes you the press, figure out what makes you anxious, dig into your childhood. And a whole lot of this can be done with your therapist. Once you can figure out why you are, you can figure out who you are, and then you can work towards being yourself. Because when you're you're the true version of yourself, you would attract the right people and the right situations into your life, guaranteed. 
right? Because everybody right now is wearing a mask, not just quarantine masks, but like we try to pretend to be people we are not. And it's mm-hmm. very, very, very important to be yourself, be the ultimate true version of yourself so you can receive what needs to be received. There is not so much to add. It's profound truth. I had a couple of handful of discussions actually this week with people about this topic and being understanding yourself, being true to yourself. I really like to start with that. You know, looking at what you said, you know, I, I like the analogy of the ball ball just falling down and it has to bounce back so you have the you know law of gravity there i know a lot of people going through this mental hoopla of how do you take it from there to really becoming the better version of yourself in 2021 and maybe ultimately the mental savage yeah what did i tell people about depression is depression keeps you depressed by doing the things depression wants you to do a lot of times depression wants individuals to just not do anything depression attacks your motivation to do anything it attacks mm. your sleep it attacks so many different areas of your life that's key to making sure that you're not depressed and so mm. a lot of times I, i find that people who are depressed fall into the pattern of letting depression rule them right mm. so they mm. don't want to do anything every time i recommend people to do the opposite to what they feel like doing if you feel like not being around people go out and be around people right mm. if you don't feel motivated to you know do a particular work force yourself to do it even if it's just for five minutes force yourself to do the things that you don't want to do and things start to change so you have understanding yourself you know understanding the why who i am understanding your traumas as you said and then the second is really going into doing the opposite right and i think correct me if i'm wrong could it work also for anxiety because obviously depression is you know fear exactly they both work together depression and anxiety are kind of intertwined for instance social anxiety right mm. social anxiety makes people not want to talk or be around people right mm. and it's the same thing with anxiety anxiety keeps you anxious by doing the things anxiety wants you to do right mm. so if, if you decide that okay because i'm anxious around people i'm not going to be around people guess what you're mm. feeding that anxiety over and over and over again right so you're right. Your job, if you're having any kind of anxiety, is to do the things that make you anxious. Pull through that fear, right? right. Once you pull through that fear, it teaches your body and your brain and your mind that, hey, mm. it's not as bad as you think it is. Making the go switch ahead. probably from the understanding where you want to go, you know, what fear is and how do I perceive it to where you go. That's probably, there is a huge gap that you need to overcome, isn't it? Yes. For instance, do you have a general idea of a particular fear? For example, I'm afraid that I never gonna have the loving partner in my life. You know, I'm locked down, for example. I know actually a particular person that is in a situation and hasn't had a right partner and always always in a, you know, bad relationships. And now from fear, not finding the, you know, right partner. So this would be, I think, where I see the correlation. It started off, you know, not understanding yourself. And then you start attracting the wrong people into your life. Yeah, well, that's a very, very good example because you kind of answered the question in your question, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so let me, uh, for instance, like if you're going on a date, right? A lot of people go on dates and they create this fantastic facade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. this person. I'm going to be that person. You know? <laughs> But guess what, though? Like when you're doing all of that, the person you're trying to attract is attracted to the things that you're doing, right? But if you are yourself and say, hey, these are the things I don't like. These are the things I really want in someone. And you're just being real with the person. The person has two choices. They either stay or they leave, right? right? They can make that choice. There's this thing called chaos theory. If you all your life, you've had a dramatic relationship, a relationship with so much, with toxic um, um, communication and all of that. If you've been through that a lot of times, eventually you adapt to that. And so the next time you get into a healthy relationship, because you're used to the chaos, you unconsciously create the chaos. 
Interesting. And that is why I, I recommend people, to, I, I recommend that people understand why they are. Because like a lot of the things we do, we do it unconsciously. If you can be conscious of some of your toxic traits, when you do get into a healthy relationship, you would make sure that it's healthy. Because at the end of the day, people who are injured in previous relationships and don't heal first, they bleed all over their new relationship. Ah, that's well put. So I love this because I think I've seen, you know, and talking to my girlfriend and friends, there's a, and you know it, you know, you are hands on talking to people with abuse and stuff. People now, because of Corona, not only because of that, but it multiplied a lot of the chaos that was going on inside people's heads. And in a relationship, when people, you know, go to work and they just try to avoid, you know, being home, suddenly yeah. they were locked down and they are exactly in this situation when, you know, toxic relationship was already present before. Suddenly, you know, it's all over the place and both people are suffering. So, Tammy, I think we should really explore probably some other time the relationship because this is, I think, really vital for people to understand. But I think you touch upon. So I just want to a little bit, you know, switch gears and go to your new book. I know uh, you probably talk a lot about it and you have written it and I definitely I'm interested to just skim through everything it seems brilliant how people can become a mental savage I know we talked about nutrition as well and I've seen their sex I've seen the different parts of being a well-rounded holistic human being I love this what is your definition of mental savage so how to be a mental health savage can be summarized into three points. The first is be yourself, which we've already talked about. Be yourself, be the ultimate version of yourself. And the second part is live with intention. Living with intention is figuring out what you want out of life and taking a step every day towards it. So every day, every time you're trying to make a decision, ask yourself, is this going to better me? Is it going to better my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, all my health? Is it going to better every, all that aspect or is it not? If it's not going to improve it, then don't do it. If it's going to improve it, then go ahead and do it, right? And this, the third part is trust your instincts. Your body will always tell you when something is not right. Mm. You know, I've had a lot of people say, oh, well, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you did. You, you, you knew, but <laughs> like you chose to ignore your instincts, right? All animals are born with instincts and we are animals and you know if you're in that job you're in that relationship your body will tell you hey you know i don't think you should be doing this you know i don't think you should be doing that you know your body will tell you so try to listen to your instincts and try to understand your instincts but to unsummarize everything work on your physical health right you are what you eat right your your 90 95% of the hormones needed, needed to make you feel happy starts in your stomach so the eat foods rich rich in vitamin d all of that is listed in my book eat at a particular time eat a particular ration i just make sure that like don't follow diet fads follow what your body wants right because everybody has unique needs for their body uh, the second part is exercise. Exercise is life. Being fit, it, it is. Because every time you exercise, your body is rele releasing endorphins into your brain that helps reduce anxiety and depression, right? And then there's mindfulness. Mindfulness and meditation. Um, we are all like working on autopilot every day. You know, we're just like doing things just because. Like take your body back to the present and pay attention to what you're feeling and what you're seeing, what you're hearing. Because when you do that, you can understand what your triggers are. Fantastic. What I like mm -hmm. that you that you explain it in a holistic way rather than just giving, you know, okay, two steps, three steps. And and I think this really confirms my theory from years, not just, you know, being a fitness 
fitness coach and saying you have to eat particular diet, but really moving towards understanding the whole body, what you said, listening to yourself, understanding your why, understanding the nutrition, understanding that energy starts in the gut and that you need to understand what you eat. It's mind-blowing. So for people that are starting this journey, you know, a lot of people now woke up in the middle, you know, in a well, start of the year and they're like, okay, what do I do? Where, you know, if you were to put a finger on it, and I know that stuff because you're recommending a lot of good stuff, where people start? What is the first step? The first step is understanding who you are. And that can be unfolded with your therapist. You can do it with your past, with every religion you do. You can do it with somebody you trust. Because once you can understand that, you can make a plan of what you need to do. And I think when that happens, things start to unfold. Then the next step is something that everybody talks about, but does not really, like I talk about it a lot. It is here, your mind. Your mind is creating things in your life. If you think positive thoughts, positive things will happen. If you think negative thoughts, you feel negative and negative things happen. So if you can start to think more positive, Positively and think about where you want to be rather than where you are right now. Like the kind of things you want to see out of life. I was just thinking, hey, it would be cool to have an interview the first Monday of the year. And it happened. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's all about your thoughts. I, I know it's very individual and I like you add the expert layer on the top being, you know, clinical expert and understanding, you know, all the substance and the abuse and drugs and really what I said before, I'm trying to avoid as much as I can, not only personally, but also surrounding myself with people like that. So it's inspiring to hear. And I think people need to uh, definitely listen to this part. So Temi, just to segue to the last part, what is the legacy you want to leave behind? Why are you doing all of this? I want to reduce the mental health stigma. And like I shared with you earlier on, you know, when we first started talking is I realized that what's keeping people from actually speaking and asking for help is the stigma, right? Mm -hmm. And if we, if we can get rid of the stigma, we can get rid of a whole lot. And the stigma does not just happen on individual levels. It also happens on the political level. People are being punished for something they cannot change. Treatment costs a whole lot less than sending someone to prison, a whole lot less. And when it comes to addiction, when it comes to, you know, some crimes, you know, treatment mm. costs less. So my goal and my legacy is I want people to say, hey, I'm going to see a therapist or hey, I'm taking a medication for this and not be ashamed. It's even for me. I, I think I have my shit together. Pardon my language. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, this this is always what I used to say. You need to find somebody that's smarter than you. I word it differently. I didn't call it, you know, <laughs> clinical psychologist or clinical expert, but like you're getting to the root of things you everybody needs help and just you know admit that you're mediocre and that you're average and that you can improve i think that's where it starts like you said with the self-awareness i think you talk about it in some of the books i've seen as well this is brilliant start with why start with who you are start with your trauma get to your probably childhood all the stuff you're getting into Maybe, I don't know, but uh, Temi, it's been honor. I, I think we could go for hours, I feel like uh, I, I like your work. So where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at www.temitalks.com or you can find me on Instagram at Tammy Odimayo, T-A-M-I-O-D-I-M-A-Y-O. -I -I and you can get tips on that. I try to release something every week to kind of uplift people and reduce the stigma. What I really like is that uh, Tammy is putting out great work, not only the books, the fiction, but also hands-on stuff. So please check him out. Thank you, Tammy. And I'm sure we're going to see you around FitFun and not only at FitFun, but also on Instagram. I know you're putting great stuff there. So definitely good stuff, hands-on. So yeah until the next time stay awesome thank you thank you so much take care bye bye thank you for listening to today's episode 
I hope you garnered enough strength and momentum to get going. Share this episode with three of your friends. Commit to their health growth, just like you're committing to your well-being. Because when we do it together, we win all. So we are looking forward to see you in our next episode. In the meantime, implement everything you heard, because when we implement it, this is when we truly grow. Thanks again and bring the energy each and every day. And as always, radiate health, defeat diseases and lead a fit life.